What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Tom Shiflett Podcast. I am your host, Tom Shiflett. Joining me, as always, my younger brother, Kyle Harkins. Saw, so, dude. How we doing? Oh, you know, just chilling, chilling. Not much going on today, really. Kind of a slow day. But, you know, we can get into some Major League Baseball here. We didn't really talk about it yesterday. But uh, Sox and Yanks are kind of uh, sliding out of this playoff here. Then they allowed the Blue Jays to get hot ridiculously hot like they had one of the hottest hitting septembers of all time i think it was the yankees plan to get swept by them to put them in this race so we don't so they don't have we don't have to play us i don't think that was their plan at all <laughs> no i don't think so either. i don't think they but, could have done know, that if hey, they tried toronto is being the, the shit out of the baseball man eight and two of their last 10 they are just murdering baseballs right now yeah, at this point, I think they got one of the spots, and I think uh, it's either the Red Sox or the Yankees, and of course, I'm going to say the Red Sox are going to get that. And but. yeah, your Sox are on the outside looking in currently. The Blue Jays won tonight 6-3, to three, so the Yankees are fighting their asses off against the O's again tonight, so Boston looks like they're about to take the win here in, in extra innings. They just open it up here with Schwaba, so I don't know. We'll see. This is going to come down to the wire here. Yeah, I mean... This is when baseball actually gets fun. The last, you know, month of baseball, you know, when you get to see all the uh, standings in the race, it gets this tight. So, Blue Jays, hell of a run. They came out of nowhere. Got to give them props. That would mean and, it was uh, going to happen, man. They, yeah. They were going to go to run at some point, man. They got hot at the right time, just like uh, your uh, St. Louis Cardinals over there. Jesus Christ. It makes no sense what is happening right now. It honestly doesn't. We needed some help, and I think we got some. I was borderline depressed and frustrated <laughs> for like a month with this stupid team. All the time. Losing multiple series to the Pittsburgh Pirates. I mean, they can't pitch. They couldn't hit. And now all of a sudden, they're beating every team in front of them. Adam Wainwright looks like he's 25 years old. Yeah, right. I don't know what to, I don't know what to make of this goddamn team. John Means just dropped a curveball. I mean, phenomenal curveball right in Brett Gardner. Oh, so St. Louis does currently have a half-game lead on the Cincinnati Reds right now in the final playoff spot. The San Diego Padres are a full game back of St. Louis. So if you would have told me this three months ago, I would have laughed in your face. And I might have punched you in the face for messing with me like this. Honestly. Hey, I told you. You guys probably had a you guys. I didn't want chance. to be disappointed. So, again, you lower the bar, you're never disappointed. Yeah, we were looking really good. When we talked about this a while ago, remember we, we I said you guys probably you, you know you got to run left in you if you just get a little bit of hot. Well, it was just that murderers row they had coming up. up. They had a six games they had a six game set coming up with the Brewers and the Dodgers, and it was like, well, they just blew a couple games they should have had, and it's like, well, that was it. Cincinnati was coming to a favorable part of their schedule, so it's like, I don't know what else to do here. Like if you're just looking at this honestly. It's not great odds. Cincinnati's playing good baseball. Why wouldn't they just beat up these guys in front of them and they've shut the bed? Right, right. And St. Louis why, is one I mean, of the hottest teams in baseball right now. It makes no goddamn sense. One four in a row, six and four of the last ten. I have no idea what's happening. I honestly don't. I'll tell you one thing. Is Adam Wainwright? I mean, Adam Wainwright's making a strong run here to be a top third in Cy Young here in the National League. Honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, every time he pretty much steps on the mound, you guys are coming away with a win. He had a six-inning shutout the other night against the Mets two nights ago. He came back from like a five-run deficit yesterday. Like, they're up 2-0 now. I just, I don't understand what's happening. I really don't. 
hey, put them rally caps on. Let's go get it. Hey, St. Louis has always been that team that can always make a run. I didn't really have any trust. I had more of trust, way more trust in them doing it than the Reds and uh, I, whoever the hell else I just was don't in, involved. I just call me like insane, but I didn't want to put all my eggs in the basket of fucking John Lester yeah, and yeah. Jay Happ. Like I, sorry. Yeah. And well, Ken, hey, Rosenthal, Ken Rosenthal wrote a hell of an article today in The Athletic about the St. Louis Cardinals and the fact that everybody, myself included, was shitting on those two deals. And it, served, it seems that it has kind of regulated that bullpen a little bit and it's helped those arms and it's helped the rotation out a lot. Even though they're not putting out, you know, stellar starts all the time, they're still Jay Happ, besides that one dud in the first inning he had against Cincinnati, he's been about like three and a half. ERA this entire time he's been with them. Same thing with Lester. He had a, two bad duds, and then since then, he's been around middling threes, low twos. So, like, I guess I can't make fun of it too much. You got to tip your cap. They didn't give up a lot for them, but it's working out. There are two experienced dudes in the last two years. Jay Happ has pitched in the postseason with the Blue Jays and the Yankees, and then Lester, mm-hmm. I mean, three-time World Series champion. He's been there, done all that shit, so you need a guy yeah. like that, and you're not going to have Flaherty coming back. Uh, and Wayno's going to be doing what he's doing. Who knows? Maybe they can get lucky in the wild card weekend. And who knows, man? I really, I have no idea what to expect from this team going forward. I really don't. I've been confused for four months. Yeah, but you got to give it up. I'm enjoying it right now. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's all about uh, making that run and getting it. Oh, yeah, he just went deep. God damn it. Two done. But it's all about making that run, and and they made some moves, and you know, you never know it's gonna work. But literally, there's batteries. only three people hitting in the lineup. It makes no sense. Tyler O'Neill is bashing the baseball. Nolan Arenado and Goldie are hitting the ball, but like no one else is hitting at all. <laughs> Just get all day somehow. It makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, as much grief as Matt Carpenter's getting as like a. a utility player at this point now, he just can't hit the baseball. But I think it was he's played like sixteen hundred games for the Cardinals, and then. And about only, I think it was less than 50 of them, have the Cardinals been not in playoff contention. That's insane of a run of how good and consistent St. Louis has been over the time period that Matt Carpenter has been with the St. Louis Cardinals. Less than 50 of the games he's played with the Cardinals, they've been out of playoff contention. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, that that speaks volume of him. That speaks volume of your organization as a whole. Just, you know, you guys are always in the midst. I honestly, like I said, I did not think it would be that case this year. I really didn't. This doesn't make any sense at all. But, again, this is very St. Louis. Doesn't get more St. Louis Cardinals than this. Yeah, sometimes you just got to believe in a little bit. You know what I mean? Hey, I, I believed, I believed I, plenty. And I just watched them lose to the Pittsburgh Pirates in a series, and I was about to throw up on my mouth, and I'm done. <laughs> hey, but I lost to get John Lester. You know, you know I'm tired. Yeah, and I watched oh, that guy give up like six runs in it. I'm like, I'm tired of this. Yeah, he did. He did start rough, but I mean, I think he's won his last like five starts. Besides the ones you guys, I tweeted them the like every night. day for like a month that they were depressing me. Every day right. I tweeted at he, them he something really, that you're yeah. making me depressed. Figure it out. <laughs> hey, but they're in here. They're in the show, baby. They're in it now, dude. They made. They made it. They made it in the show. Hopefully, they have a better series than they had last year, where they just ran into a buzzsaw in Atlanta. They didn't get a hit for like 22 innings. That was so depressing. Oh, yeah. That was depressing. That was that depressing. Was, I, I've all That's one of the best that offensive one. outputs we've had in years, lineup-wise, through the regular season, and then just couldn't buy a hit, dude. 
Not yeah, even a cheapie. I don't, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. It was brutal. It was almost, it was the extent of watching the Rockets miss 27 straight threes in game seven against the Rockets. That's what it felt like. It felt like that. That deflating. Yeah. Could you imagine something you would never see ever? I watched yeah, that bad. many hours of baseball with no hits whatsoever. Oh, man. Yeah. You got to, <laughs> you got to uh, reevaluate a lot of things. You got to reevaluate whether you like baseball anymore or not. I was one of the baseball strikers. I was like, this is disgusting. I'm not watching any more baseball. I didn't even watch the rest of the world. I didn't watch anything after that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, last year was kind of Well, cool the Sox are just opening it up now. Geez, Seattle stinks. They well, had this dumb. game. They just brought in two more. Yeah, it's 9-3 now. Boston was up 3-0. Seattle stormed their way back. And then they had a chance to win it in the bottom of the ninth. Struck out with two dudes on. And then here we go. The floodgates opened up for Boston. Six runs here. Bases are still, what, they got two on. They got a man on second and third still, one out. Uh, we'll probably score double digits. Yeah, probably. I don't, I don't understand, though. I mean, well, I do understand. Seattle but. makes no sense. They make less sense than the Cardinals do. They're still three, out, they're still three yeah. back. I was going to say, like, how they're involved in it. And, and they're terrible, too. Their ERA and like team batting average is awful. They've been outscored so. by sixty runs this year. <laughs> sixty runs. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, they've scored six hundred and seventeen runs. They've allowed six hundred and seventy seven, and that's before this game here today. Five and they five in their last ten. Day. They're on a one game losing streak. It makes no sense how they're still alive. Oakland, their ERA this this month. Is almost seven and a half. They've completely shit themselves here. Oh, there was a moment in time where you're like, ah. maybe they can get it going here. They added Starling Marte. You're like, okay, dude, let's make a run. And that that pitching staff has fallen apart, dude. I thought you were gonna give me a nice little five point two. Seven and no, a half. No, it's seven and hey, a half, right? How are you gonna win? Gross. They're three, gonna they're three out of their last game? Three out of their last ten. Like it's not Tell good. Me dude. You gotta score you gotta you gotta score nine runs to win the game. Look at Toronto. Dude, Toronto's run differential is a 175. They have a better run differential than the Rays and the White Sox. Dude, I feel like when they get confident at the plate, their whole team gets confident, and it gets very, very scary. Like if it you is look, almost like the Rays. You look got, at I mean, everything across the board here. It makes no sense that they're like climbing for a wild card spot. This is such a good baseball yeah. team, dude. I think well, I think it's like we said, you know, they got Robbie Ray, but they don't really have a lot of pitching, you know, sometimes. And that just when they get down, they're a young team and it's hard for them kinda to jump over. Hey, that, you can hit the ball up. like they can. You're you're in every fucking game. Well, they're getting comfortable. Once you get in the postseason and that, that rotation shrinks, you got Robbie Ray every two or three days, you can go. Yeah. Those bats stay hot and you got a guy like Vlad. Good luck, man. Also, I love what Shoei's doing. It's hard for you to convince me that it's not going to be Vlad Guerrero who's going to be MVP now. Yeah, yeah. The run they're on right now? The run he's on right now? What, are they tied in home runs? What is a three-tie? I think it's a three-way tie between Salvi Perez, Vlad, and Shohei, right? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to uh, say Vlad can't win it. But He I mean, leads the pitch. American League in almost every batting statistic possible. Yeah, I don't. Again, see, I, we talked about this weeks ago. If whoever doesn't win the MVP in the American League, it's going to be the greatest season to never win an MVP. Honestly, it's going to be insane. Yeah, 
I mean, truly, I think winning does matter, and I think Vlad's had more of an impact on that team. Well, see, that's hard to say, I mean, say, that's though. hard to say, too. That's Joey's so about yeah. to win. He's going to be a 10-game winner and potentially right, lead the league right. in home runs. What do you? Uh, yeah, he's, he's what the fuck else G-A- do you want him to do he's here? Pitch, he's, pitch, he's pitching and hitting the fourth. <laughs> what do you want him to do what? here? He's their cleanup guy, and he's their best pitcher. It doesn't get more valuable than that. That's literally the yeah. definition. Yeah, I don't I, see. That's what I'm saying. So and their best like, player, arguably, oh, quote unquote, the greatest baseball player to ever live, Mike Trout. He hasn't even played like the entire season. Right. And I just saw some today. It said, "quote unquote," he's probably not coming back. Yeah, we figured that shit, dude. Do you think they would have had a chance to make the playoffs if he played the whole year? You would think, right? I mean, you would think. You would think if Mike but Trout's in that lineup dude? every day with Shohei Otani, with the rest of that lineup that aren't pushovers. They just can't fucking pitch. That's true, yeah. If Mike Trout's coming back to pitch too, sure. <laughs> if he can eat some innings up and not stink, but that pitcher rotation's garbage. Like, that lineup is pretty serviceable. That defense isn't bad. Their rotation right. is garbage. That's why they literally drafted a pitcher every single round in the MLB draft this year. They just tech John Means for shit on his glove and his hat after he already gave up a two-run home run. Did they eject sense. him? Did they throw him out? No, nah, they didn't eject him. They gave up. That was a it was a quick check. That was a bullshit check. He didn't even check anything. He's you just gotta like, check him after he gets rocked in the inning. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Usually, if you strike out the side or something, like all right, we gotta check this guy. But if you get lit up, they're probably like, yeah, keep going to the. Maybe you should get some or something. Figure it out, dude. That's a yeah, shit inning. But... Yeah, we're gonna need a rally from the O's, but uh, <laughs> the Red Sox, you know, it doesn't matter if we win every single game. Now we're gonna have to. Someone's gonna have to beat the Yankees, or someone's gonna have to beat the Blue Jays. So Toronto got a but big it's... win. They got, they beat Tampa Bay today too, six three. That's a big win, dude. Well, That's what I was saying, hot. you cannot let Tampa Bay Ray or the Toronto Blue Jays get fucking hot. Yeah, you were right. I didn't. I didn't expect them to even. That come lineup close is to insane, it. and like Marcus Simeon is like, oh, is he American League MVP? He's. I mean, he's making a debate. Jesus I mean, Christ, like, man! He's doing all this shit for eight million dollars. Please, St. Louis, throw a bunch of money at that guy next year. He plays both second base, shortstop. Throw every cent at him, please. I could see that for the love of that's God. A, that's also something cool, you know. I don't have to. I don't probably have to, don't have to deal with him. I don't know if the Blue Jays can pay that. So they either have to pay Robbie Ray a hundred million, or they have to pay Simeon a hundred million. One of those dudes, they're gonna lose. One of them, they're gonna lose. I think one of them, either way, could go to St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? Please, a starting arm and a middle infielder would be fantastic. That's it. That's what St. Louis should do in their um, you know, managing office. You know, just that's what I did in my don't get, we're going in my after. road to the show. My my franchise mode in the show, that's what I did. I threw millions upon millions of dollars at Robbie Ray and Marcus Simeon. I spent $200 million on two players. Hey, that's not I don't care. Hit, though. Baseball yeah, salary cap hit. is a joke. Who cares, dude? Yeah, it really is. There's no such thing as a salary cap. Spend all the money possible, dude. I mean, really, really, it's not. I mean, Joe Kim Noah is still getting paid by the Knicks, and, and it's and he salary cap doesn't in exist years. in any sport. Salary in any cap sport, doesn't that's exist. What I meant. If yeah, you want any anybody, sport, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Just figure it out, dude. Yeah, it, it literally does not matter. They're in cap hell. Oh yeah, you could just remake your whole fucking offensive line with no money. Okay, dude. Yeah, just write it off the books. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just kick that can down the road six years and void them all. That's no big deal. You could pay just Taysom Hill one hundred forty million dollars, but not really at all, because like none of it's guaranteed money. 
It's, it's and you can just void it after next year. You just write it off. Do you even know what a write is? Write off is? Yeah, you just write it off. <laughs> yeah, you just write it off. They just write it off. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, uh, salary cap doesn't exist. You're right. So. Oh, I thought they just like opened the inning with a two-run home run. I was like, Jesus Christ, Boston, get it together here. It just went foul. Thank God. <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot today, NFL-wise. I guess it was... I guess the biggest thing that honestly it came out just about 45 minutes ago, Ian Rappaport had tweeted out that Demarcus Lawrence, the arguably the best player for Dallas and that on that defense there, he broke his foot. So he's going to be out at least six to eight weeks. So that is a huge blow to a team that's already kind of deficient of talent wise on the defensive end. So that's a huge blow. Demarcus Lawrence was arguably their best player on Thursday night. He did. He was wrecking the game a lot. He he was making mm-hmm. himself known, and that really stinks. And they're going to need him a lot because Justin Herbert kind of did whatever he wanted against arguably the best front four in football in Washington this weekend. So, please, yeah, but yeah, exactly. So they're going to be they're going to have a handful to deal with him. That's rough. That man. offense. That, that is really rough. Going to get some. Yeah, that they're going to. That's going to be must see too. That's going to be a great game, dude. That Hammer the over. Whatever the over is, hammer it. Because those two yeah, guys, they're going to move down the goddamn field. Right. I mean, there's no way that they don't put up, you know, at least probably 400 yards apiece in offense. So, so and then another big news that kind of stunk was Gerald McCoy out for the season again. He blew his knee out on Monday Night Football, so he just came back from a season-ending injury for Dallas last year. He works his ass off to come back with Las Vegas, blows his knee out again, dude. The guy just can't catch a break the past couple of years, dude. I feel so bad for him, man. This fucking yeah, sucks. Yeah, and the thing is with injuries like that, there's just absolutely nothing you can do about again, it. Again, there's so. nothing you can do about it, man. And then also their offensive guard, Denzel Good, he tore his ACL. He is out for the season as well, so... Oakland are or Las Vegas already missing Richie Incognito. Then Denzel Good is out now for the rest of the season too. So not the best time for your offensive line to be going down when you have to face the Pittsburgh Steelers after what they just did to Josh Allen last weekend. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh wins this game. Uh, <laughs> all they got to do is block the uh, block that one guy over there. You That's know, easier said than done. That is easier said than done. After that clip you sent me yesterday after the show. Oh, of uh, Alejandro Villanueva? Yeah. He's being an absolute... I saw that every Sunday for about a couple years, and then people were telling me, oh, you're just a hater. Okay, man. I mean, you can't let that happen. He just ran right by him. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, he faked he he was going to speed rush him, and then he just walked by him. Like, it was hilarious. It wasn't even a move. He didn't even put a move on him. There were a couple clips that I could have, like, put on there that was, like, even more hilarious. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, I sent that. He's going to get cat. Lamar killed. He's going to get him murdered. And right, if you right. have inexperienced running backs there as well, he's going to get murdered back there. And they want, like, again, I've been crying for them to pass the ball more. Uh, no. Run the ball 45, 50 times. I don't give a shit anymore. Not with that line. You cannot do it. Him sitting back there like a lame duck for 36 to 40 times a game? No fucking way, dude. No way. And then the, them trying to run that. <laughs> Oh, my God, you saw that video, right, where they tried to run the oh, double man. counter and they both ran uh, – the guards and the tackles ran into each other. It, I don't know, dude. That's not bad. good, man. It's not good. Someone had a little miscommunication in the huddle. You think so? 
I don't I don't know how you get that wrong because I'm pretty sure there's a very specific both, thing that, that's a Both guards and both tackles ran right into each other on the counter. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Also yeah, for the I, Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, sorry. Their starting safety, Ricardo Allen, broke his hand. He's only in reserve, so he's going to miss like four to six weeks with a broken hand. But they did sign former Steeler great Sean Davis to their practice squad. So tease and peace with that one. That guy's terrible. Good luck. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, well, Jimmy Smith, yeah. he practiced at a limited participant today in practice. So that, that's pretty good. They need every corner they can get against Kansas City this Sunday. They need him. Bad. Jimmy they Smith's got 10 games. He's got a good 10 games. No. I would this just is, save him. He's going to be healthy this 10. year, man. He's going to be healthy this year. He missed all of camp. He missed everything. He's warmed up. He's he's good now. He's fine. He's been hurt for years. I know. I know. I know. But this is it. This year, he has to be healthy now. They don't have a choice. They need they need him to be healthy. Tavon Young had yeah. himself a rough Monday night football. They called his name a lot, and not for good reasons. He had a couple PIs. He was getting beat nonstop. It was a rough night for him. Yeah, they, they thought he could be a lot better than what he I've was. I've been hearing for three years that he's going to be the best slot corner in the league, and he's going to do all this shit. And He, he potentially could have been. Stop. He could have been stop. if he played inside, but you have to kick outside now, Bubba. I don't know what to tell you. That's just nah. the way it works, dude. Oh, I mean, come on. He ain't that good, but he could be decent. They, he could be Steve decent. Steve Levy and, and Brian Greasy and Lewis Rick, they even said it on the broadcast. Oh, they're just saying that because it's Ravens. It's saying, but it's oh, whatever. please, they don't praise the Ravens for anything. You know the national media doesn't do uh, that. Well, I thought it was Ravens defense. <laughs> Maybe they might praise the Ravens defense, but you know. Hardly, know. they still don't even do that either. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but like I was saying, you know, talk about you know, Northeast gonna, football teams. The whole year, the you fuck? know. Back in the day, it felt like the Ravens had such a good uh, scheme and everything to get to the quarterback, and and they didn't. They had a better front than their corners. Right, that's what you I know, mean. The, the, corner, so the their, corners were still good. Their line would dominate good. the yes. offensive line in front of them so, every Sunday. You had Haloti Nada up there. You had yeah. Terrell Suggs. Like, you could win by bringing four, three, and you're you could just sit back and just play mm-hmm. ball hawk and take the ball away. They don't have that right now. Yeah, they don't have that. I mean, they haven't had it, it for years. And like Wink's system is based on getting heat on the quarterback. Then you could play one on one on the outside with dudes and lock them up. But if you're not getting to the quarterback, I'm sorry, it's not going to work. It's not. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, they're going to be good against the run because Williams, absolutely. Um, who's the other Campbell? They're huge. Yes, and you can't run through them holes. No, and Patrick Queen is very fast, sideline to sideline. He Queen. yes. Justin Houston can still set it. the edge very well. Like, yes, Pernell McPhee can still set the edge very well. Running mm-hmm. Their run defense is going to be top of the line. It is. But, but passing, it's going to be tough, dude. It's yeah. going to be hard, man. If you don't get after the quarterback consistently, I don't know what to tell you, dude. And if they're going to blitz Mahomes like they did against Derek Carr, what the fuck do you think Mahomes is going to do? Last year on Monday night, I saw a statistic that they blitzed him. I think it was almost 60% of the time last year on Monday night football when they played. Mahomes was over 65% on his passes against the Blitz for, I think it was over 160 yards and then two touchdowns. I mean, what are you supposed to do? What are they you supposed to do? They, but they can't cover him either. Like, what are they going to do? Pat's just going to sit there and just pat the ball the whole time and just wait for somebody to get open. They have yeah, to Blitz him, but they, again, they can't. That's what happened to Cleveland. They couldn't come after Mahomes because they, they just couldn't. They weren't going to be able to get to him. And I think the Chiefs are, are not 
great defensively, but they can easily uh, duplicate what the Raiders' game plan was and kind of do that same well, thing. Well, the the way that so, Kansas City has essentially been guarding Lamar the past two years is, honestly, they haven't rushed him. They'll have everyone yeah. just spy him, and they're like, just pass the ball against us. That's fine. We don't think that your receivers can beat us one-on-one anyway, or that you can make the throws, so just do it, dude. Who cares? Right. Not What's going to happen? Just watch a little bit of film, do what they've done, do that. And they're also a championship team. A championship team has timely defense and good defense. Like we get that stuff. They're getting Tyron Matthew side. back this Sunday too. <laughs> good luck, dude. Not good, oh, man. Sorry. Baltimore, good luck. It's not good, man. Good luck. Good and luck. even Lamar said today, he said Sunday is not about me and Mahomes. It's about two football teams trying to get a win. Like, I mean, obviously, what else is he gonna say? I'm tired of losing to fucking Patrick Mahomes. I gotta beat this asshole. What is he supposed to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, like says, Lamar the knows the numbers. He knows he's never beaten Mahomes. Like he knows that. He knows he has to beat Mahomes if he wants to get to the ultimate place he wants to be, which is the Super Bowl. Like he knows that shit. But like, Lamar's not just gonna talk about him versus Mahomes. He's not gonna do that. I don't like this, Tom. I don't think. I think he's. I think that. I think that line of the Kansas City Chiefs is just gonna bring four and just dominate. Yeah, probably and they're just gonna sit. Or this is a game where you know Lamar's superhuman and he wins a game he's not supposed to win. Very correct. It's always possible. Sunday night football against the Patriots a couple years ago. It made no sense why he beat the Patriots. He dominated them in every way possible. Yeah, but the Patriots scheme. Hey, Baker was moving down the field, man. It was pretty hard. Yeah. Baker. Baker was moving down the field on Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Chubb was moving down the field. Kareem Hunt was moving down the field. They They were beating. They were blowing Kansas City off the line about three yards every snap. Well, they, so if like, they can get that run game going, we're we're talking about them staying in this ball game. Yeah, yeah, making it a game, but I just don't see them stopping. And if Lamar doesn't take, Patty, if but. he takes those whatever the defense gives him and stops trying to be Superman, they might be able to sustain some drives and get some points going. But yeah, it could get ugly. It could get really ugly Sunday night, man. I hope it doesn't, but it could. It could get really ugly. So let me give you. Let me give you a little. We'll go a little role play here. If they run it right on first down and they only get like two or one, oh, and it's like second and nine, second and ten, w- would you want them to pass or would you want them to run again? Uh, you'd probably maybe do some play action or something to see if you can get something going, but then that's so cliche too. Like, you know yeah. Baltimore's going to run it on first down. It's the dumbest shit in the world. Like, I, you yeah, know they're going to run on first down. I, like, you should, like, sprinkle into play action like a me. Like, the first play of the game, you should do a – like a play fake, like you look like you're gonna do the read option, throw it down the field to Hollywood or Sammy Watkins or something. Like get a big play or something. But like yeah, you know, it's me- gonna be it's gonna be a run, first down. It's most likely gonna be a run on second down, and then depending on the yardage on third down, it's probably gonna be a run again. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. See, this is what I'm, I, I just don't. I just don't know if that. I mean, if it's gonna work, it might work. But I just don't know if they're gonna continue. That's gonna. No, I mean, know, like, like, like game. we've been saying, like, uh, you know, old Dano has been saying, Dan Orlowski's been saying, like, that shit where you just take the air out of the football against the Chiefs. That shit doesn't work, dude. You gotta score points. Yeah. You have to score this, like over thirty league. points. You have to score points, man. You have to. Yeah. So if you want to yeah. sit around and you want to hold the ball, well, you better make sure that you're efficient and you get first downs nonstop and you score in the red area every single time. If you're going to hold the ball, you have to score every single possession. You have to be almost perfect. You have to be. 
Right. And that, I mean, sometimes when you're slow like that on offense, it does. And then they get it and they score. That's what I mean. So they hit a home run. They get a quick, they get a quick 40 yarder to Tyreek real quick and they score a touchdown. You're like, well, shit. All right. Well, we'll just just take the air out of the football again. They go, okay, well, we're just going to score in two minutes again. So what are we doing here? And then what if you have to punt? Like what happened to Cleveland? They had a punt there in the fourth quarter, even if they didn't punt or not. Mahomes is probably going to walk down the field and win that ball game. But it mm-hmm. just Jamie Gilton gave him the fucking game. Either way, right, right. you made a mistake. You had to convert that third down. They weren't good enough on third down. Yeah. They compl- yeah. They, com- they converted less than 50% of their third downs. So, I mean, that's going to get you beat against Kansas City every time, dude. Gio Rochelle just hit a two-run home run. Okay, for the Yanks. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to watching Sunday Night Football at all. I'm really not. Oh, I'm really not. Oh, I just don't think it's, it's going to be too well for them. It's going to get bad, man. It's going to get bad. It's going to get really bad. And then uh, we didn't even get to talk about Urban Meyer yesterday. Yeah. What's going on with him? What's that? You good? Yeah, someone just keeps banging on my door. No. No, Urban Meyer had... Um, so, Michael Lombardi had tweeted two days ago that he knew someone in Columbus a good source were saying that Urban Meyer doesn't like being in the NFL and he wants to go back to college where it's like, Hey, no shit. Like we know this already, obviously. So then Told Michael you. Lombardi, he I doubled, he doubled down on Pat's show and said, it's an NFL guy that I know who knows who's good friends with urban in the Columbus area that says that he would rather be coaching college football right now. And it's no coincidence that USC fired Melton as quick as they did. After two games, he fired him like that? Oh, like, man. something's are, brewing here. You know what I they mean? They already see it. Yeah, they already so see it. So, wow, they asked Urban about it yesterday. They, they asked Urban about it yesterday, and then, of course, he you know, he denied it, and he said, there's no chance I leave. I'm here. I'm building this program up. Like, this is what we're doing. You know, Urban Meyer, known truth teller. You know, he's not a liar at all, ever. You know, he told everyone 2018 vehemently multiple times, I'm never coaching football again. I'll never coach again, ever. Mm-hmm. I'll never be a coach. I said it on national TV a million times. I'm never coaching football again. Then where was right. it? He's coaching football again now. God, that would be such a dickhead move for him to leave like immediately. He told Tony Khan and the Khans to build him this metropolis down there, millions of dollars in like indoor practice facilities, new weight rooms, all this bullshit. And they're like, yeah, no problem, dude. We'll do it. And then him just to dip out like that. Like, we already thought Urban Meyer's an asshole. But then after that, you're like, oh, yeah, he's definitely an asshole. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that guy. He's a dick. That guy has, this guy has no business in the NFL. He's a dick. He's got no business. I mean, the first game, <laughs> I don't care if that's an overreaction or not. This guy ain't built for this. No. He, he's a college coach. He's a college you're coach, a college man. coach, you're a college coach. He's a college coach. You just stay there. It's just know? ignorant. It's just, it's, it's arrogance by these college yeah. coaches where they're like, yeah, you know what? I could probably do it up there too. I'm the best there is. I could definitely do it up there. And you're like, you can't, dude. You can't. You can't just pay all the kids to come to your school and then, you know, do whatever you want. And then that's and then you win. Like that's not how it works in the NFL, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's really not. Hey, he's really happy now because you can pay the you can pay the kids. He's probably wants back into this. He, oh, he's, he's probably itching. He's like, are kids. you serious? Name, image, and likeness happens now? Are you kidding me, dude? 
I can give yeah, right. <laughs> are you kidding me? The recruits I could have got? What the fuck are we doing? What a, there's what a, no uh, way that USC could hire Urban Meyer though. There's no way. All the what, black guys that they're starting to get over now from the whole Pete Carroll scandal and all that shit, there's no way they could bring Urban Meyer in there. Hey, they want to go back no to the No guy care. to ruin a program and then cut ties and leave. Like there's no way they could hire him in good faith. No way. If he, I don't see it. No way. Could you see? Could you see Urban Meyer wearing a USC? Cap? Yes, I, I, I could. I, I could. I, I, I could see them doing it, honestly. But there's no way. I can they, see him doing it. You seriously I, I can't, can't do see, it. I, yeah, I can't see him there. It would be. I such, could. I could see him doing a whole Bobby Petrino thing where he just he's in that neck brace after he got in that motorcycle accident and he's sitting there going like, "I'm out of here." After like four weeks in Atlanta, and then he goes and coaches in like Arkansas, where the fuck he coached. <laughs> yeah, he might. I don't. I don't know. That would be wild. I wouldn't put it past him. I seriously wouldn't. You got to build. I mean, that team has has has, has a chance to be something. It but does. I mean, with, with it, again, there, you'd have to have about them. you'd have to be like a C plus head coach in front office to not completely screw up Trevor Lawrence here. Yeah. Can right. he give that oh, effort? Can that he is... figure that out? Can he be a C plus coach? That's a hard thing to do in the NFL. To even be a C plus coach, that's hard. I don't even know what Urban Meyer was before he was a head coach. Was he like a quarterback coach or anything like that? I don't remember. I think he was like a defensive guy. I feel like he's got defensive background here. Why would they bring him in to coach this team? Well, I mean, Urban Meyer, I mean, he's built up college programs to be these fucking juggernauts. I mean, what he did with Utah with Alex Smith, they ran that spread offense and they just blew everybody away, made Alex Smith a first-round pick. All the shit he did with Chris Lick and Tim Tebow. Yeah, but that's yeah, but that's college. I don't know exactly. I well, I mean, I most NFL teams are going towards more of a college kind of offense now because they're trying to not hammer these people into square holes. You know what I mean? Like they did with RG three, yeah, like they bit, did with Cam bit, early yeah. on, where it's like, here, do all these things that you're not good at, and it's like, just make them do the things they're good at because they're good at them and they're better than most people at it. So just do it. A little bit. Don't like the form Eagles. them in what you want them to be. Run a spread offense. Run all that read option shit. Do all that shit. Do yeah. all that shit. Yeah, I mean, it makes yeah, no sense not to do it. Looking a little bit, but but do they have the talent to be able to do what Urban Meyer wants to do offensively? Yeah, and just to develop kids. Like it's cool to hear Aaron Rodgers. So talk he about. was a defensive back at the University of Cincinnati, and then. Let's see. He went on to coach. Let's see. The DB. So he was his first head coaching job was at 01 and 02. He was at Bowling Green. He was 17 and six there. He was 11 and five in conference record. So for Bowling Green, he got them going. Then he went to Utah 03 and 04. He was what? 22 and two with them with a 13 and one conference record. They were first place in the standings every year. Like, again, all the stuff he did with Alex Smith there, he was phenomenal. Then he went to Florida, 05 to 2010. He was 65 and 15. He won what? Two national championships with them? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then he went on to Ohio State, 2012 to 2018. He was 83 and fucking nine. <laughs> 83 yeah, I mean... and nine at Ohio State. So, I mean, he knows how to build a program, he knows how to do it. Recruiting violations and all, he knows how to do it. Well, this is a problem. My God, you're a defensive back. That's your foundation, and, and you give up 41 points week one of the Texans. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, just, I, don't, 
I don't know what they're going to build on off that. I don't. It just doesn't look good for me. I think um, they're saying that Eric Biami is going to be the guy. But, I mean, why would he go to be a college coach when he could easily be a head coach in the NFL? Like, I don't understand why it hasn't happened yet. Dude, but, like, the, if the, that's the case. Yeah, like, oh, he, he would kill it there. there. He would kill he it would, there. He would, oh, he'd dominate. He would dominate. That's what they're saying. He's game. interested in throwing his hat in the ring, and he would be the number one person there. If it's not going to be James Franklin from Penn State, who they have mutual interest in one another, but, like, it's insane to think that BME would have to go coach at USC to get a head coaching job when, like, he's the mind a part of one of the most prolific offenses in football the past couple of years. Like, and this is an offense league and everyone's trying to copy the chiefs. Well, why don't you just get the guy, the big brain who's a part of it to be your head coach? Like, doesn't that seem like a smart thing? Like the Browns hired Freddie fucking kitchens. Like what? Dude. Hire Eric well, BME. I thought it was, I think it's Bellamy, but either way. BME, Bellamy. Uh, I've I might, heard I might, three different pronunciations <laughs> of it. It's the one time I, I got you on a front or what I can see. I can't even say that word. So yeah, that's the one time I got you on that. But uh, flew too I close like to the sun. It's it's uh it's been like the Chiefs have been in the Super Bowl the last two years. So they all these head coaches were getting hired before they could even talk. That's to That's bullshit. No, it's not. Yeah, that's what I thought that was too. Bullshit. So, I don't want to hear that. That's dude, that's Andy, a bullshit Andy excuse. Reed. And Andy Any, Reid's pleading. He's pleading with teams to hire this man. It's not like he's anyone, hiding them from yeah. anybody. He's like, hire this dude. He deserves it. Freddie and, Kitchens and he, is getting jobs. Jason Garrett's still getting jobs in the NFL. Who the hell in their right mind would hire Jason Garrett as an offensive coordinator? Why? For what? <laughs> For what reason are you hiring him? Because yeah, he coached the, the Cowboys and you're the Giants? Is the that why? Division. What the fuck are you doing? Hire someone that just coached shit, your division throw, for the last shit, 10 years. Just shoot that guy into the sun. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, he's all Daniel awesome. Jones potentially stinks already, and then you get a shitty offensive coordinator to try and figure everything out. Good luck, dude. Tease and peace. Right. I mean, but Andy Reid. And like, the offense stinks. No way. <laughs> right. Andy These Reed, people though. have a track record of just stinking, and they just go to another place. They just recycle the same assholes. And it's like, why are you doing this? Do you think, oh, you know, it sucked at all these other places, but he's here now. Did it work for other people? No, it never works. But for us, maybe it'll work. No, it won't work. Obviously. (laughs) He's been doing the same shitty job for 20 years, and you think this is the year he'll change. No, he will not change. Right. Like I was going to say, I I take anyone (laughs) from Andy Reid's staff over any of these guys. Because, I mean, look how many people he's he's dropped in people's baskets. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Christ. Everyone just runs to the Billichek tree, and it's like, they're all losers. All of them are losers. <laughs> right. Go to the winning one, man. God At damn. Least Andy Reid's coaches. Charlie Weiss. God, he was play. the hottest name on the planet Charlie Weiss was after he left New England. He's lost everywhere. He stinks. Until he went yeah, to college, where he was, where he dominated, of course. But, like, in the NFL, he's a dog shit head coach. Yeah, Eric I Mangini, mean, the man genius. He sucked as a head coach, too. Yeah, and then the the last one, the guy Bill O'Brien, the Joe Judge. These guys are stooges. Maybe Mike Vrabel will get it together. Who knows? After they I looked hate. on Sunday, what the hell was him running over Julio Jones with a bus in that press conference about a a personal foul penalty that went on in the first quarter? Like that's what cost him the ball game. Is he lost his skull? Nah, I'm not gonna. That's bullshit. He literally went out of his way to just run over Julio Jones with a bus. 
that I think we, that's a shot we put for, that I under the played better but we put that uh, under the category of stupid shit that hurts your team hey how about not doubling chandler jones how about that is that stupid shit that hurts your team yeah, I mean, I I guess he put their be- they put their best lineman on him, but Dude. he was getting murdered. It oh, doesn't matter. you mean Taylor Lewan, who's coming back from ACL surgery? Yeah, right, right, exactly. He's coming back from ACL injury. Sacrificial lamb, this guy. Jesus. And then everybody's making fun of him. He's like, oh, he's too worried podcasting. It's like, no, dude, that has nothing to do with it, you idiot. That guy's a football player. He's a heart. football player. Shut up, dude. He you had Derek He does Henry a podcast every Shut you, up. Oh, my God. You have Derrick Henry in your backfield. You, you also, Chandler Jones pitch. just had one of the greatest games you'll ever see by a defensive lineman. And if I yeah. was Chandler Jones, I wouldn't show up to the facility until they pay me. There's a highlight reel. Now you pay me. That's it. Because we were going into the year, and I was already bitching. I don't like how much money I'm making. I wanted you to trade me. You didn't trade me still, and now we're here. Okay, I had five sacks opening day. Here you go. Pay me. I'm not coming back to the facility until you pay me. Right. That's it, dude. I did it. That that would be insane. I played one game. I showed you what I got. Pay me. Same thing with Darren Waller. I wouldn't show up to the facility after hearing John Gruden said on the best players he's ever coached. Well, pay me more. You only gave me a $23 million extension. Horseshit. Pay me more money. He just said I'm the best player he's ever coached. He's coached Hall of Famers, dude. That's true. You guys are ripping me off. What are we doing here? 20 times. That's why I wouldn't be a player. That's why I wouldn't be a good professional athlete. That's why. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a business. It's a business. When people say that. Exactly. You know, it it really legitimately is. is a business. So it's like, hey, so, pay me more money now. I it's hard for again. players to try to just put on that mindset of like, when we were 13, we're just going out there for the love of the game and we're just trying to win every weekend. No, we're not give trying me to money, worry asshole. about it. I got yet. bills to pay. So... Also, speaking of money, the Detroit Lions are the biggest cheapskates of all time. They won't give Calvin Johnson a million and a half dollars. That's what you guys have been bitching about over the years? That's what Calvin Johnson has been calling you scumbags about? A million and a half dollars. Now, they were trying to figure out a way to give him, what was it? I think it was increments of like $300,000 for working 28 hours for three years. And it's like, he's like, I'm not doing any of those things. Give me that that money. You guys are idiots. Just burn that. That franchise is criminal. What are we doing? That franchise should just, just, just get about. You're gonna make Calvin Johnson, arguably your greatest player ever. You're gonna make him work for you at the concession stand or some shit to get the money that he earned. What are we doing, dude? Burn that. Dog shit franchise, and it makes like you're never gonna win anything until you figure this out with Calvin Johnson. You're never gonna win anything. Nah, they're cursed. They're done. You know what they should do? They should cut him a check right before Monday Night Football. They should do it after the pregame warm-ups, like on the Jumbotron. Yeah, get the people juiced. They break that that they break that that curse, and then they just curb stomp the Green Bay Packers. MCDC's got to meet kneecaps. They're fighting everybody. Be electric. That's not gonna happen though. They're like, can you come in and like, can you can you serve beers? For like you know a couple hours like no give me my money i outperformed every contract you gave me give me my million and a half dollars which is chump change to calvin johnson obviously of course but still it's a principle it's, it's a principle the of principle. the thing give me my money yeah that's, pay the man wow they're still probably paying fucking barry sanders probably not 
No, I know they're not. I'm just saying they're not gonna pay anyone. They're, 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 probably, they might they're get probably the cheapest paying piece some of shit stooge a bunch heard. of money. They're probably paying some guy that they they gave a big stupid contract to, and they ended up not working out for two years, and then they're still paying the asshole. I'm sure they're still paying that person. But God forbid you pay Calvin Johnson, who just got in the Hall of Fame a couple weeks ago. God forbid. Million, Jim Irsay gave he gave Edron James a Rolls Royce. Okay. He gave him a Rolls Royce, and you can't pay <laughs> Calvin Johnson a million dollars. You're a poverty franchise. Yeah, that, hey, that's why I always I like Jim Mercer. He does have his. Oh, Peyton, are you going to the? Are you going down to the Hall of Fame? Here, here's a giant jet for you. You're welcome, dude. Calvin Johnson goes, "Hey, could I have my money? Can you come in and serve hot dogs, please?" What if Mercer is just like, "Hey, Calvin, I'll just give you like five million just for shits and giggles." Come back to the Colts. We need you, pal. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and then pitch him that. Like, come on, dude. Like, if I had a million dollars, I'd give it to Calvin Johnson. Like, are you insane? That's like 15 bucks for me and you. That's you know like, what I'm saying? For that franchise. Dude, like, for them, <laughs> Literally for the Ford bucks. family, a million dollars is like, that's, you can blow your nose with that check. You can't just give that to Calvin yeah. Johnson and just end this whole thing? Oh, they're still mad it's about pathetic. it. pathetic. They're still mad about yeah. what? They ran that man into the ground. Right. They didn't help him at all. <laughs> they ran him into the ground. They suck. I don't even know if they ever made the playoffs. With they them. made the playoffs one year, and they got the shit kicked out of them by New Orleans in the Superdome in a wild card game. Mm, I don't see. I don't even. They don't got remember destroyed, that. Was dude. Was it Stafford was Stafford. There? It was Stafford and Megatron. They made it one year. They got the shit kicked out of them. It was miserable tell, to watch. Dude. Tell, tell me that that eight and eighteen with John Kidna didn't make it. <laughs> Surprisingly, no, they did not make the playoffs with John Kidna. Gosh, they didn't make it with Joey Harrington either, or Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, yeah. Ran out of the back Damn. of the end zone, old Dano. What a chance! Yeah, the glory days. That team is just garbage. Like, figure it out, dude. That's what I'm saying. Just, just take them out of the league. When I heard that terrible. it was a million dollars, like I almost fell out of my chair at work. I was like, I thought we were going to talk about tens of millions of dollars here. Jim Mercy gave Andrew Luck twelve and a half million dollars when he retired. Still, he didn't have to give him that money. Right. He was like, "Here you go, pal. Just in case you want to come back and play, I'm going to be nice to you." Calvin Johnson, well, they're plus, like, plus it doesn't mean nothing to they're like, fuck you, buddy. It don't mean nothing to him. Oh, you want a million dollars? Suck it. I don't care. See, that's what, that's bullshit. When you got so much money in the world, you're worried about that much. You're, you're just a scumbag. You're, you know, you're, just... you're scumbags. You're definitely yeah, scumbags. You... Why didn't MCDC open his pocketbook? He probably would. If he had a million and a half to fucking give away, he'd give it to Calvin Johnson. Here you go, man. Yeah, right. Hey, just burn that place down, though. Well, that's what, just, hey, he wanted it to burn it down. That was his big thing before. He's like, you guys are going to be the gasoline on the bonfire here to give us energy, man. And that was what he said to them. Little quote. These coaches, man, uh, I mean, him, John Gruden, they got me dying sometimes. I mean, the guy's saying he's John Gruden gets in front of a microphone. He just says things. And it's like, you don't believe this at all. Well, he's a guy who doesn't sleep. I don't think he knows what he's doing half the time. He, he just doesn't know. He's a crazy person. He's an absolute crazy person. I think you have you know, to be a crazy person to be a head coach. You have to be. I, I feel bad for Campbell. I don't. I think we need to put him somewhere else where he's maybe not a head coach. He's just an energy guy. Can we I just mean, have that? Dude, I was, take him on my side. He was electric for Miami when week. he filled in for a little bit. Before they hired Brian Flores, he was kind of an oh, interim was, dude for a little yes. bit. Yeah, he looks like PC principal. Oh. He was fired up. <laughs> Did you check her yeah. privilege, bro? That's him. <laughs> 
Dude, could you imagine? I mean, dude, I'd love him. I uh, dude, he is he's hilarious. Like I would I'd run through a wall for him. I don't know if he's a good head coach or not, but like he's hilarious. He gets the people going. Yeah, who knows if he can game plan and come up with all that nonsense. Who knows? But, I mean, I tell you what, he could definitely get. I mean, he's got. Jacked. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Who knows? I mean, he probably you, does a better job than Matt Patricia does. So I don't know. Yeah, well, that's a no-brainer. That freaking that that guy's a stooge. That guy's an idiot. He is a stooge. Still, with the the number two pencil for his Scantron sheet that you can't write on with a pencil, it's just infuriating to me. Yeah, at least my boy Nick Sarani has got a highlighter. He's, he got, he's got the big, thick carpenter pencil. And it's like, you can't do anything with that either, dude. But whatever you want to do, man. Yeah, we got laminated sheets and laptops. Whatever and you, you want to do, man. got a fucking number two pencil. What an idiot. Did you, did you see, like, Damn that man. ESPN power ranking thing they came out with for week two? No, what is it? It was like, like, the Bills are fifth, and they have the Steelers eighth. And it's like, well, if this is based off week one, how does the team that lost to the other team a higher than the other one? Here we go. Yeah. What do that, you mean? Oh, come on. Come the Raiders on. And, and the Ravens are 10th. Well, it's like, okay, they just lost some Monday Night Football to the Raiders, so how are they or better the than Raiders, the Raiders? Yeah. The Raiders were like yeah. 23rd. It's like, so there's like 17 teams that are better than the Raiders? They just won. There are 17 teams that are better than the Raiders that lost? What is the point of this? Are they trying to show us, like, what it's going to be like? Like, dude, go No, like, again, if this, was for, if this was forecasting going forward, rankings. sure, I understand. But if this is this is the power rankings after week one going to week two. Right. This is where we stand. How the fuck are the list? Bills ahead of the Steelers then? We dude. just saw they battled for who's going to be oh, higher on man. that list. We just saw it. There was a scoreboard for it. <laughs> right. Right. They're three spots below them. It's like, what are we doing? We just watched Power. the Ravens get their, yeah. like, they blew a 14-point lead on Monday Night Football. They're 10th, and the team that came back and won, they're, like, 21st. What is this based off of? Yeah, right. Power Kansas City is number one. How was Kansas City over Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay didn't do anything to not be number one. They're the defending Super Bowl champions. What are we doing here? They both had to come back to win ball games. Like, why are you making one ahead of the other one? Where are the Rams? The Rams weren't like what are we the Rams were like fourth or fifth. It's like who is better than the Rams? They just pummeled the Bears, and the Bears aren't terrible. Like Seattle was third, and you're like, okay, were they the better than the Rams though? I don't know. I I didn't feel like they were. I feel like I I was watching the Rams, like, wow, that's like one of the best teams in football, like right there, dude. Yeah, really, they did look really I, good they, they, in that offense. They had 81 writers and stooges do this thing, and it's like, what is your criteria of this? It's like, well, you know, where we're standing after week one. Why are there people that have no wins in the top ten? Yeah, it's like, I get it's week one, but you're making this thing, so I'm going to analyze it. Yeah, it's almost like the, the college. They actually did you had win? this, too. Did you win? Oh, you didn't win? Some... So you're not atop the power rankings then. I'm sorry, pal. It's not yeah. how it works. Right. College, they had like 50 writers, right, who they have in their top 25. And four of these idiots picked Clemson to be over Georgia after they just lost. They just lost to them. Right. And those rankings are week to week, too. It's like, okay, so based off last week, those two teams played each other. The other team thoroughly kicked that other team's ass in their building. But they're below them somehow to you. How does that make sense? They They had eight rushing yards the whole game. And you're telling me, dude, they got sacked them. more than they had rushing yards. Like, and then you want to tell me that that team is better than the one that did that to them. You got it, dude. What I mean, are we doing? Gotta, What's the point? Fired. What's the point of these things? 
You're not even following your own criteria, dude. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's bad. Jeez. What are we doing, ESPN? Why did you do this? Yeah. Just don't even put it out. Don't put it is out there then. Because there, there, there were a bunch of people to? that were tweeting about it. Like, look, it's just it's just week one, guys. It's like, you did this. We didn't ask for this. You put this out. <laughs> yeah. I didn't and, ask you to do this, and then you did it, right. and then I shit all over it. I just woke up in the morning. It's like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? And I look at it. It's like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, th- that's a joke. Dude, we just joke, watched the Bills get their ass kicked in the second half against the Steelers. They're in fifth spot. The Steelers are in eighth place. Why? Why are the Ravens 10th? And the funny thing is, I know the way they're looking at it. They're like, that's a hell of a place for Pittsburgh to be. And they're like, oh, the Bills are Super Bowl contenders, you know. And I'm like, that's what I'm saying. What the Steelers just went in there about? and they beat most of the Stooges <laughs> pick to win the goddamn Super Bowl yeah, in their house. Uh-huh. Yeah, what are we doing here? Everyone in the yeah. uh, both those stooge centers, they all picked the Bills. All of them did. Right. And then they right. lose, and it's like, they're still the best team in football. <laughs> Based on what? Hey, These are yeah, your week right. two power rankings. Based off what we know oh, going forward. That's bad. There's going to be an 0-2 team in the top 10. I guarantee it. Next week, there's going to be a team that's 0-2. They're going to be in the top 10. Guaranteed. Baltimore's going to be 0-2, and they're still going to be 10th. Guarantee it. Where was Green Bay on this list? Green Bay was not even on there. That's the thing, too. It's like, okay, if you want to put, like, no-win teams on there, like, of course. When you look at that, you're like, okay, so based off last week, Green Bay stinks. They should be one of the worst teams in football because they lost by 35 points. If this is just going off week one, they should be at the bottom. They stink. Right. But if you're projecting forward, you're like, okay, this is still one of the best teams in football. They're going to beat the shit out of the Lions, and everyone's going to go, oh, yeah, Aaron's all the way back. Speaking of Aaron, like, did you hear Jermichael Finley talking about him this morning on the radio? Mm-mm. A guy who uh, made a living because of Aaron Rodgers put constant, constant meals on his table for years in Green Bay. Was talking that he doesn't see the same kind of passion or work ethic out of Aaron Rodgers this year, and he just doesn't care. And it's like, you're basing this off a game. Are you insane? Like, really, are you nuts? Wow. Do you really think that Aaron Rodgers just didn't work at all this offseason? How competitive, how insane of a, like, how insane he is? Like, you just think he just didn't work this year? Based off one game? Where, like, they just got their asses handed to him. It happens. The Saints have a very good defense. I don't know Correct. why people think they their played, shit is awful. They put on a clinic, man-to-man defense. They bracketed yes. Devontae Adams perfectly. Like, they got Christ. there with pressure. They mixed in coverages. Like They just did everything they could. An inexperienced offensive line with Rodgers. They're knocking the rust off. Like It was a recipe for a disaster. Now, did I think they were going to lose by 35 points? I sure as shit didn't, obviously. <laughs> right. No one yeah. did. No one had that on their bingo card. But the, he, they got got. It happens, dude. But like this is week one. Relax. I'll say I'll quote Aaron Rodgers. Relax. Nothing much happened. We lost one game. We got our ass kicked week one. We got Relax. 16 to go. R-E-L-A-X. We got 16 to go. Relax. Relax. Yeah. People were crushing Aaron yesterday because he was laughing it up with Pat and AJ. And it's like, what do you want him to do? Do you want him to cry? What did right. you want him to do? He's almost yeah, a 40-year-old man who's done everything in this league. You want him to get heartbroken on a Tuesday about a game to happen on Sunday? How's he going to get his mind right to prepare for the game if he's still crying about a game on Sunday, dude? There's right, a lot of right. laughing going on. Those are the same dweebs that were mad at Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton because they were laughing at a press conference when they were down 0-2 in the finals. Right. And then they, what right. happened? Then what happened? Oh, they were laughing at the end, weren't they? 
Shut the fuck up, dude. People are such That's dorks insane. about the wrong things, man. There's a lot Green of laughing guy, going man. on there. Yeah, because he's a professional football player, man. He's lost to the biggest stage possible. Do you think he's going to get butthurt that he lost week one? After he just team. lost the championship game a couple months ago the way he did? The way he got yeah, his right. shit pushed back two years ago in the championship game? Are you serious? It's not like his defense gave him a chance to even come back. Come but on, either, dude. Either way, whatever. Come yeah, on. Like, he's just supposed to be, you know, he's supposed he's to be down in the dumps deserves. until Sunday. And then he's going to flip his switch and be like, all right, it's time to play football again. He's going to go in there. <laughs> he's going to dominate fight. Detroit. I think it's the Lions minus 10 and a half. He's going, to, probably take him at, he's going to destroy them. The half. He's going to destroy them. Five. Yeah. He's going to destroy them. Oh, that's not even. Yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll know by the first drive. He's absolutely going to blow the doors off of them. It's seven nothing. And they'll be like, minutes. oh, yeah, the Packers are back. Shut up, dude. Oh, you got to right. think the offseason that they had. This is going to be a promo year. It's not, dude. It's not. It's week one, man. Oh, my God. What just Get happened? It. Fantastic diving catch by the Yankees. I don't even know who the hell it was. Was Joe Gallo? Fucking piece of shit. He had a bomb last night, Joey Gallo did. You didn't even finally get that back going. He has been so cold. He, like, he earned his pinstripes for a lot of people, and then he was just like, oh, this guy stinks again, so take those pinstripes back. <laughs> yeah, he'll give you a few homers, but then he'll he'll look like Stanton sometimes where he just can't hit nothing. Well, I mean, Stanton's pretty air. locked in right now. It's it's a, oh, it's yeah, a sight to see year. when Stanton is locked year. in, man. But when he is yeah, not, you, is. you throw that shit somewhere near the strike zone, he is flailing at it. It's crazy. It's so frustrating to watch. Yeah, man. he looks bad sometimes when he's up there. Okay, but, Stiannis hey, is I up mean, at the plate. I'm sure ball. he's going to get a home run or something here. Of course that guy homered on 9-11. Like, when else would he homer? He homers on legit any time something bad happens. So He's I've never insane, seen like dude. It. It, like, you can set your clock to it. It is. It went from being a joke He's to, like, legitimately this is a thing where it's yeah. it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's been a thing for quite some time, yeah. He's an absolute <laughs> monster. He's going to make wow. a lot of money, too, in free agency. Oh, yeah, he's been pretty good this year. Pretty good. He's been damn good, dude. He's going to make a shit ton of money, man. He's going to be one of the yeah. highest-paid outfielders in baseball. He's 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 worth every dime. I don't think Cincinnati's yeah. gonna be able to fork over the dough to keep him. Probably not. Just still, uh, That's the game they put Joey on. They Bob. put on the goddamn what was it? Pirates and Reds game. I'm gonna watch that. What's happening here? Pirates are probably gonna. What win time is it? Isn't that um? I caught a little bit of that. Did you see that uh thirty for thirty about the the eighty six Mets last night? They had a two part tonight no. last night, and they have two parts again to finish it up tonight. It was no. pretty interesting. I mean, it's a lot of stuff we already knew, like. Doc Gooden and Daryl Strawberry were snowblowers and, you know, they were partying all the time and like Of course. Yeah, I mean the it's stuff we kinda already knew, but like, I don't know. I guess it's just a nostalgia of, you know, Keith Hernandez and all of them talking about it. But I mean I was I was pretty interested. I'm always interested in hearing them, you know, if professional athletes just partying their asses off and then still being the best at what they do possible and just it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, they got that mindset. It doesn't really matter. I mean, there were times where they Some were saying, like, Daryl Strawberry was out all night, and he was late to batting practice, and they'd have to have somebody, like, run his uniform out to him in the parking lot so he can get dressed and then come. And then he would have a doubleheader that night and still hit two for four in both games with a couple bombs, and you're just like, what are you going to say to him? <laughs> Keep doing hey, what you're stop doing. doing what you're doing. <laughs> oh, really, dude? It's working. Yeah, yeah. hey, I'm not. You're going to tell From, me to stop doing what I'm doing? Talk to everybody else. They were right there with me, asshole. Yeah, I mean, 
we're trying to run a franchise here. You're, you're hey, producing. Hey, I'm do not, you want to win? Do you want to win or what? Have we won 100 ball games or what, dude? All right, don't mess up with the system, man. I'm doing what I'm doing, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what he said, too. That's basically what he said like, he did. Uh, they came yeah, over and they gonna, asked Doc Gooden. It's like, I, I mean, they asked Darrell Strawberry. It's like they had heard rumors that he was doing coke and that he came. They approached him. It was like, so we heard that you're like doing drugs. He's like, oh, no, it's not me. That's Doc Gooden. And they're just like, okay. All right. All right. I guess it's Doc Gooden then. I knew it was somebody the, in here. Because the, the commissioner of baseball was at some wine and dine little place or whatever, and he said, run into the brass for the Mets. And he was like, I have on good authority that one of your young African-American stars is a drug addict. There was only two of them on the team. So it was kind of like, well, <laughs> oh, yeah. is it Daryl Strawberry or is it Doc Gooden? I don't know. Oh, I guess we'll have to flip a coin. Yeah, right. They approached Strawberry about it, who probably still had coke on his nose when he told him that it wasn't him. Well, yeah, oh, dude, it's not when, me. Uh, you're, oh, you're, dude, it's uh, it's, it's yeah. definitely you, dude. Like, you still have coke on your yeah. face. No, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. You look like a deer. Yeah, you literally, your eyes. Your eyes are enormous. It's like deer. cartoonish how big your pupils are. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't me, man. It's all Doc Gooden. Okay. And then Doc Gooden's like, like, this scumbag is he snitching on me. Yeah, right. He's like, he's like, all right. Then he said last night, he was like, he's like, why would I tell on him? But like, he's like, like I said, there's only two of us. I mean, yeah, if it's not I me, mean, it's the other person, right? Like, I didn't tell on anybody. I'd still probably believe Dale Strawberry probably snitched on him. Yeah, I would think so too. Most but I likely. think it was just a way to. Uh... He most likely told on him. But, you know, they were both doing it. They both could have, you could have easily just went like, here, piss in this cup, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, what is that? They didn't. They didn't do that in the eighties. They didn't care. The eighties? Are you serious? No. Oh, I didn't know how. Everybody was on coke. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. I didn't, your teacher was on coke in the eighties. Everyone did it. Everyone did it. Unless it affected your job. I don't New think York City upon. in the eighties. That's what they're talking about. It's like you were a, a square if you didn't do coke back then. You were a loser that's if you I, didn't. <laughs> that's what I was gonna tell you. Yeah, you did a gonna, bump in the grocery store. Like, that's what you're supposed to do in the eighties. <laughs> It's the eighties, yeah. You were a nerd if you didn't do it, and you played for the Mets. Come on, dude. You got people doing lines. Your local you're hanging out with Mike bathroom. Tyson, dude. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, you don't think he's sober? I'll tell you Madonna's right coming to your guy's... baseball games and like hanging out with you. Like you're the biggest people in the world. You're you're winning a hundred ball games in New York City for the Mets, bro. How are you not going to do coke and party all the time? Well, you know Madonna's not sober. None of those people were sober. That's where this thing was like, what do you expect these guys to do? Yeah, that's true. No, they never had more, money yeah. in their life. And then it's like, hey, do you want to party with the richest people on earth and be awesome? Yeah, of course I want to do that. <laughs> that Hit sounds thing, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still going to be really good at my job. So who cares? It makes you actually better sometimes. Right. <laughs> hey, sometimes it works for people. It was working for Dale Strawberry yeah. and Doc Gooden. So whatever they were doing, they should have kept it going. Yeah, that's so I guess I'll flip that on. after The Pirates are beating the, the Reds 4-2. to two. This is what I'm talking about. Hey, the Pirates Everything's coming up St. Louis here. Cincinnati stinks. They're oh. done. They're dead in the water. It makes no sense the run that they went on. They were down like 6-2 to two last night, and they almost came back. But the National came, League just... wild card, I mean, besides the Dodgers, who were hilariously up 17 games on the second spot, it still makes no sense that they're going to have to play a, a do-or-die game against somebody. Is that you? You're going to have to play them yes. in one game? Yes. Either oh, the Padres, God. the Reds, or the Cardinals are going to have to play one game, winner takes all, against the Dodgers in L.A. 
when there's 17 games behind them. This isn't like they're percentage points behind one another. It's like, well, let's play a game to figure it out. No, dude, this is laughable. This is crazy because if you put Wainwright out in that one game, you guys got a chance. Dude, I would would jump out a window if they beat the Dodgers in a one-game playoff. I would jump out my window here. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to contain myself. Hey, it's possible. If Clayton Kershaw pitches for some reason and he has one of those classic I shit the bed against the Cardinals in the playoffs moment, I will jump out a window. No, I hope it that because I mean he has been ha- he has had those moments. God, that game he had, what was it? I think it was a game six or game seven he had in St. Louis where he just blew a gasket there in that sixth inning and he forgot how to pitch. Been, yeah, it was insane, dude. It was one of those things where like we're dead in the water here. We have no chance here. And then Clayton Kershaw was like, Oh shit, I remember it. it's October here. Uh, I'm gonna freeze up. Yeah, it's crazy when that meter and you get that momentum and uh all shit breaks loose because he don't know how to get it back sometimes. All Big Mo is, but he he. I'm glad he dispelled all that shit last year. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was finally got one. That was like yeah. that year that A Rod finally got one. You're like, yeah, dude. He finally got rid of that Yankee. Like, oh, this guy stinks in the postseason. Then he put him on his back and like that was awesome. Well, I like shit like that. I like scared the shit out of him. I like shit. Yeah, like I think everyone who's that good of a winner deserves a win. Besides Chris At Paul, some point, but I mean, Chris Paul, he's never seen heaven or the NBA finals. Oh, yeah. Right. Little NBA thing. John Wall and the Rockets are talking about facilitating a trade for him. Um, I don't know how they're going to trade that salary. Honestly, he's due $92 million the next two years. So that's a hard pill to swallow there. Um, it's kind of. I'm not sure what they're going to go with, but they're not talking buyout. Uh, John Wall is not giving up any of his money, as he shouldn't. You shouldn't give up any money. Keep that money. No. Yeah, so they have to yours. figure out a way to get you out of town. You keep your money, pal. I don't like when they just take buyouts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't I do mean, it. If you want to keep your money, wow. keep your money, dude. You deserve it. I mean, you don't, but you do. They, you signed a contract. It's your money, dude. If they trade him, it's going to be one of them things where well, I, I they're think going to be paying him for, for 30 years. Two years. Two years left, over $40 million each one. I don't even know. John Wall Dude, was a 20. No one, he was a 20 and 7 player last year when he was on the court. He's not yeah, he's, what he used to be, but he could still do a, it. He could still play. I get that. But I don't know, 45 million. So I'm trying to think. I mean, Kevin Love who, and Chetty Osman, it works in the trade machine. Send me a because pick. You got, because you guys have. <laughs> Send us a uh, pick. <laughs> you have cap room, right? Yeah. A little bit of cap room, yeah. Well, get two first round picks. But I don't, I don't think I'll that's what they're it. looking for. I think they. I think. It's interesting to think that he could potentially be a Philadelphia 76er. Ben Simmons, a little bit of stuff around, maybe some pick swaps. You got John Wall. That's something. I don't know. Um, wow, Philly's really put themselves Eric in Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe gets them halfway there, salary-wise, for the Clippers. Uh, you add in some tertiary things to that. That might be something you have there where you have John Wall with that Clippers team. You have John Wall and Paul George kind of holding down the fort while Kawhi's out. Um, I can't think of a lot of other places where it makes a lot of sense or it's it's feasible for them or it's like it's a contending like option for John. I, I don't know what what is going to happen for him. That's a lot of money to move. But again, you, you can make anything happen in the salary cap. Like we were saying that shit about Chris Paul. We were saying that shit about Russell Westbrook. Good luck trading those deals. And Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook's been traded four times since he signed that fucking deal. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? As soon as he signed, it's like, well, he's never getting traded. Are you insane? It's happened four <laughs> times. <laughs> right. If you got value, uh, so they'll make it work somehow, I guess. If you have a pulse and you can dribble the basketball still, somebody will get you, man. John Wall still had a little bit of juice, man. He's not what he used to be, of course. You're not going to be after all yeah. those leg injuries. You're not going to be the dynamic athlete he was before. But still, he still got it, man. He could still help somebody out. I, I just don't know what Houston is looking for compensation-wise. I don't know how they yeah. how certain teams are going to match salary and just figure this out. It's going to be a hard, a hard bar. I mean, they're they've already decided that John's not going to play for the Houston Rockets this year. They're both in agreement on that. So something's going to happen. I don't know how, but someone's going to figure it out. And whoever does, it's going to make it very interesting. That is that is very interesting, though, that they both already agreed on. I mean, I didn't know. Like, John, well, I mean, if he had to stay there just to play with these young kids. They're very know, they're very set. They're going forward with Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green being their backcourt of the future and playing Kevin Porter more as a point guard, a facilitator, and playing off one another. And they're, that's what they're on. Okay. So I'm cool with uh, that. Well, that's fine. If they, you yeah. come to an agreement and that's your plan, now you have to execute it. Good luck. John Wall's done his thing. I'm not negotiating a buyout. Sorry, pal. You're going to give me $40 million, of course, obviously. I'm not giving you any of that back. But good luck trading me somewhere. Yeah, I just – Because, be I mean, if he would have if if accepted things. a buyout, that's a name that would have that went off the market quick. Oh, yeah. Quick. Like the Clippers would have jumped on him as soon as he agreed to a buyout. Immediately. Yeah. So I don't so, know. I mean, Eric Bledsoe gets him halfway there. I don't know. I I really haven't pulled up and looked at the rest of oh. it. Like, what could work? But Eric Bledsoe gets you halfway there. Ben Simmons gets you most of the way there. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that'd be nuts, dude. Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, and Ben Simmons with Christian Wood. That's fun. That'd be a team that would, that's uh, fun. Yeah, that's be fun. fun. I need that's something that sells tickets. Whatever, whatever that sells tickets. That gets asses in the seat. Event. I don't think that. Yeah, that doesn't win you a lot of stuff, but that gets your ass in the seat. Yeah, but, I mean, be something to build on. But uh, if they want Kevin Porter handling, you can't really bring in Ben, right? But I mean, you could at the same time. It's not that big of a deal. I mean. Yeah, I mean you can make you know. can make Kevin Porter Jr. kind of like a, a secondary ball handler, I guess, off of Ben, and maybe you figure out a way to actually get him to commit to not being the dominant ball handler the whole time and kind of cutting and playing off a little bit, like he did a little bit in the playoffs last year before he dislocated his knee. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just a thing where Ben doesn't want to do these things for Philly. Who knows? At this point, who knows? Philly is still saying that he they expect him to come to camp and play this year, and he's already said multiple times, "I'm not showing up." He ain't showing up. He ain't showing up. Rich Paul is his I agent, dude. He's not show showing up. up. I would never show up back in that building ever again. No. Disrespect me. The no. only time I show up in that building is to come there and, and fuck you up. Now, I'm not under- now, I'm I'm not excusing anything that Ben did towards the end of that series. I'm not excusing any of his play. But the way that they treated him on the way out, they disrespected him. No way. No. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not showing back up to you. You, you no, showed your it, true colors, how you feel bullshit. about me. Okay, then. I'm done, then. This is the straw that broke the talk, camel's back. Fine. If you don't want Doc, me, fine. Yeah, fuck that. Talk yeah, about Doc let's talk rotation. about Doc Rivers. His rotation, his lack of adjustments here. throughout the game. Fine, dude. Whatever, dude. Joel Embiid, you were out there, too, when those runs were happening, pal. It's not just Ben. You were out there, too, dude. You gave up two 25-point I mean, leads in that series. You were out there, too, bro. You were missing shots in the fourth quarter, too, dude. 
I know you're yeah, playing right, hurt, but exactly, you're out there. So. so that's, I don't know what to tell you, dude. It was a team effort, but I'm not going to excuse Ben. Like I said, it's a team effort. He played like shit too. But to drive over him like a bus, with a bus afterwards, both your coach and your star player do it, and then you expect him to come back all kumbaya and shit? Fuck out of here, man. Uh-huh. You made your bet. You got to land it. I think Shaq, Shaq had a pot. He was talking about the other day. It was, I think he said the best thing when it came to him. He goes, um, he always said if like if someone comes up with rumors in the media, you know, if it's not warranted, then then you know it shouldn't be said. But all the things that they're saying, you know, it kind of is. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, are you gonna be are you gonna be is you are you gonna put your ass in the gym and become a great player that you think you are, or are you just gonna stay a good? Well, player? I mean, he's been doing so, the runs. He's been doing the runs again, and he's been tricking people with shooting working. threes, and he's been working and stuff. Working. But I mean, if I'm dating that supermodel just, that just, he's dating, and he's got all that money and living life, I'd do that too, dude. Yeah, I can't just, hate on a guy I mean, for living his life too. Like you can work, care. he can work, but he can also have fun too, man. Like they're they're shitting on him for yeah. showing pictures of his Ferraris and stuff and his girlfriend. It's like I would do the same thing if I was him. But I'm also putting Watch out Terrence videos where made. I'm working, yeah. and then people are like, "Well, we're not falling for this dumb shit again." It's like, well, what do you want me to do? You told me I'm not working, so I worked, and then you tell me I'm a piece of shit because I'm working. What do you want me to do? Well, it's also. <laughs> These trainers be posting videos of shit that's not even impressive. Just it's it's only impressive to them because they've never even seen it before or something. Like well, I, I mean, it's a video, a video where like Ben's pulling up and he's knocking and... down threes and he's knocking down the mid rangers and these runs with some players and they're yeah. like, "We're not falling for this again, dude. You did this to us last summer. You just have yeah, to do well, it on the floor. I mean, you have to do it on the court, man. That's it. You have to do it in an NBA game yeah. and then we'll believe it. Like I could see all your runs you want, dude. You've done it for three years, but you haven't done it on a game." Right. I don't right. care. I don't. That's the problem. Was, do it in a game. I don't care. Yeah. Shoot two well, or three of those threes in a game, and then people will get the fuck off your back, dude. I swear to God, they will. You do the same shit you've always done, but you mix in a jumper here and there. People will leave you the fuck alone, man. They would, and they would expect you, and they would talk about you like you are a top fifty, at least twenty some on a good night player in the league. Just you just have to shoot it every once in a while. That's all people are begging for. They're not asking to be Ray Allen from three. Mm-hmm. Just hit one every now and then. Just take it. Right. No, I'm not going to. It is going to be funny when he does turn into like a competent shooter when he leaves Philadelphia. Yeah. I don't, yeah. If me, that scenario a, does happen, I will die from laughter. Pimp job. O's. Let's go. 2-1. Who's Cedric Mullins? No, he actually just strike out and threw his helmet. He was pissed. Of course he is. He plays for the Orioles. I don't even know who hit that. Hayes. Something Hayes. Austin Hayes. Austin Hayes, yep. He's supposed to be the great hope. <laughs> oh, man. Is he, All right, is dude. he really? No. No, he's not. <laughs> well, I think that's all we got today. But we got Thursday Night Football to prep for tomorrow. Big game. Huge game. Giants coming in. Against the Washington football team, Heineke time. Heineke time. If he stinks, I mean, it's going to be pretty loud for Cam Newton. It's going to be loud. And I don't it's think Ron Rivera's about that. Thomas Davis was on Good Morning. He's been on uh, Good Morning Football this past week. He's really good friends with Cam and also Ron Rivera. They've worked with each other for over 10 years. And, you know, Thomas Davis has been, I mean, he's been pounding the table every day that Ron Rivera should be signing Cam and he should be in there and he'd be their starter day one. And, he thinks that he's still got some juice for him and do it. So, and Ron is, I mean, he's been, he talked to Ron Rivera about it and he wanted to see what, you know, Brandon Allen and 
Taylor Haneke can do. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. But if he stinks, those grumblings are going to be even louder about Cam. That's going to be a distraction. But I mean, uh, is I Cam think, um... is Cam going to get the? I mean, if he doesn't, you know, I don't think it happens. Rivera yeah, was I'm, screaming I'm at the top of his lungs, get uh, fucking vaccinated. <laughs> I'm going to go do some research, see what the over-under in the half is, and I'm going to see what. I don't think I'm going to touch it because I think Washington You're, should win that it. game. It's a day and why. You're going to bet on it. Knock it off. Uh, no. But what I'll keep something. That's not even believable. Know. I'm not going to touch it. You're yeah. going to touch it. The, I, I, well, the thing is, the Giants, you know. That's a trap game. Too That's with a this trap Washington game, dude. That's a trap game for Washington, man. Well, I think the I think the Giants are. You could pick them to score over fourteen points. I might just could take you? that because they did last week against the Broncos. Hey, <laughs> but uh, wow, wow, God. are they going to get Bron- Saquon more Bron- than ten I yards? Broncos defense. <laughs> I, th- I think the Broncos. Defense what are we talking about? We were talking about the. the this was the burgundy curtain here. This was the steel curtain brought back to life there in Washington. This is the best defensive football we were told all month. We were told for months. This is the best defensive football. Never, never believed it. You got to go second. Ryan Fitzpatrick. You got to go Fitzmagic and the greatest defense ever created. Chase Young is Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we were told. So. And he didn't get a single pressure on Justin Herbert. That line didn't do anything. Right. They gave up almost 500 yards to Herbert. <laughs> Daniel Jones can trip and fall into a couple hundred yards, possibly. He's going to fumble the ball, of course, but, I mean, he might get some yards. He might trip into the end zone with that big head of his. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I'm going to sleep. Daniel Jones will have a pretty. I think I'm going to sleep on this. Washington for some whatever reason. I'm going to sleep on this quarterback one. Washington. I'll, I'll sleep gonna, on it, and now I'm going to go in tomorrow, and I'm going to look at everything, and I'm going to figure out whether this is a legitimate thing where Washington has to be worried about Daniel Jones or not. Yeah. You should look up what Daniel Jones' numbers are. Oh, I will. I'll look at everything. I'll see what what we got going here. Yeah, we'll see what. I mean, again, Giants swept them last year. This was a playoff team. They won the NFC East, but they got swept by the 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 shitty Giants. So I mean, (laughs) what are we gonna do here? It's the (laughs) NFC East, dude. It's the most garbage football. Every time these teams play each other, (laughs) it's garbage football. Every time, it's a dumpster fire. Every game. So who knows? Who knows? We don't know. We go from yeah, Daniel Jones know. stinking for like since Sunday and then Thursday night, we're like, oh shit. This is why they took him top five. I get it. Danny Dimes, mm-hmm. this is his town. Right, right. Who knows, dude? Yeah. Or he stinks worse than he did on Sunday. And then what do they do? Do they bench him? For who? Mike Glennon? No, they don't bench him. When do you? I, when do you? I don't know what they do. When do you? Do you just suck it up the whole year and then you just cut bait? Is that what happens? At some point, you just have to go, this stinks. We're just going to give me anybody else. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, it's put up or shut up. We've known this, though. I've been saying it since they got Kenny Galladay. This is put up or shut up, pal. You got weapons now. Do something with it, dude. You get outplayed by Teddy Bridgewater at home. What are we doing? Mm -hmm. And then you're going to lose to Tyler Haneke? Come on. Primetime football? Come on, dude. Thursday night, weird things happen. Thursday nights are always the most hilariously bad football games, except for the opener, obviously. But Thursday night football on NFL Network, dog shit football generally. Generally dog shit football. Where it's like you're watching on your phone most of the time. You're on Twitter the whole time. You're not even watching the game, honestly. It's that bad. 
Yeah, when I heard that they were playing, I just, I was, I just took, I just sighed. And I think the you know following I mean? week, I think the following week is Jets and Bengals. It's like, what are you doing? Do you even like us? <laughs> this should be buried on one o'clock. Like, this is not eight thirty on Thursday night, dude. What are we doing? I'm gonna risk losing. I'm gonna lose sleep the day before work because of the Jets and Bengals. Are you insane? Yeah, I don't. I don't I gotta watch it. God damn it! Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, well, I'm not gonna watch it. Well, what kind of asshole would I be if I'm gonna get on here and talk about it? I didn't even watch the game. What kind of stooge would I be? So I'm gonna sacrifice sleep for myself because it's garbage. Yeah, that's true. There's no football though. You gotta watch something. I mean, it's the only thing on. The Jets and Bengals. My goodness. That's why they do it too. It's even worse. They're like, what are you? Worse than this one. What else are you gonna watch, dude? And you go, I guess nothing, yeah. Raj. I guess I'll watch Jets and Bengals, dude. That one might be more fun than Washington and Giants. Zach Wilson throwing the ball around and then Joey B. That could be fun. Both those defenses suck. They could throw the ball yeah. around. Did you see Monday Night Football? It was the most watched week one since 2013. Of course it was, dude. Of course it was. I could only Peyton imagine. Manning and Eli every week. Dude, I, I was reading it's only 10 games. So I think ESPN needs to get in there and uh, renegotiate that and hammer those details out. We need that all all season long, please. Even the ESPN's yeah, megacast yeah, that, that they did with Mita Kimes, Marcus Spears, Dan Orlovsky, like that was also awesome too. Everything but their actual booth was good. Yeah, I think more people are gonna uh, tune into Eli Manning and, and Peyton because that was they had eight hundred. Their mega their mega cast thing crushed too. They did mad numbers too. ESPN's Megacast did. So Yeah. ESPN knocked it out of the park with their two opposite, you know, streams than what their actual booth is. So I think they know it stinks too. Which again, I'm so sorry for Lewis Riddick. He is so good. He doesn't deserve this, man. I think he's the only hope that they got. Just have him standing but... there by himself. <laughs> have him with guests. I mean, I, it's not that bad because it's not Tessa Tor and Joe and Jason Witten. That was the worst thing I've heard in my life. That was yeah, painful. That was painful. This guy, he didn't even want to be in the booth. He wanted to be back in the league. I would say Jason Witten was so bad. He's like, you know what? I'll just go play for the Raiders, dude. Yeah, I'd rather do that than do this. I'd rather get three years. yards of catch than do this with Tessa Tor. This stinks. I'd rather play two more years than do this for 10. <laughs> he also, he got open sometimes. How? How did Jason Whitney get know. open? They, I think they just let him get open. What is he, like a make-a-wish they kid? Just They're just run. like, let him have it. Whatever, dude. All right, that's it for us. What are you doing? Did you freeze? Yeah, we're frozen. We're not frozen. I hear you. You hear me. We're good. Yeah, but you're like you're, static. You're still staring at your screen like you're lost. Oh, On that note. Well, AJ Hawk. I about to say you got the AJ Hawk internet. Figure it out, dude. All right, man. I think that's just the world telling us that it's time to wrap it up. We yep. got to the point where we're talking about Jason Witten. So. Yes. Yeah, sure, sure. All right. We got Thursday night football to prepare for tomorrow. Big show on Thursday. Big, nice, thirsty Thursday. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See you. It's over. It's over. Y'all take it easy. I'm out.